The MarTech Podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything Podcast Network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. From advertising to software as a service to data, Across all of our programs and clients, we've seen a 55 to 65% open rate. Getting brands authentically integrated into content performs better than TV advertising. Typical lifespan of an article is about 24 to 36 hours. If we're reaching out to the right person with the right message and a clear call to action, then it's just a matter of timing. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast, a Ben J. Shap LLC production. In this podcast, you'll hear the stories of world-class marketers that use technology to drive business results and achieve career success. We'll unearth the real-world experiences of some of the brightest minds in the marketing and technology space so you can learn the tools, tips, and tricks they've learned along the way. Now here's the host of the MarTech Podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Welcome to ABM for Everyone Week on the MarTech Podcast. This week, we're going to talk about how account-based marketing is becoming a strategy for marketers working in businesses of all shapes and sizes. Joining us today is Randy Barshak, who's the CMO of Rollworks, which is an account-based marketing platform designed for ambitious B2B companies to align their marketing and sales teams to confidently grow revenue. Powered by proprietary data and machine learning, Rollworks solutions address the needs of organizations both large and small, for those with the best-in-class ABM program to those who are just beginning their exploration by empowering teams to identify their target accounts, reach their key buyers across multiple channels, and measure programs' effectiveness in their systems of record. So far this week, Randy and I have talked about why ABM is for everyone in 2021, and yesterday we talked about using ABM for growth and scale. Today, we're going to turn our focus to talking about how ABM is changing marketing for small and medium-sized businesses. All right, here's the third part of my conversation with Randy Barshak, CMO of Rollworks. Randy, happy hump day and welcome back to ABM for Everyone Week on the MarTech Podcast. Happy hump day. Almost Junior Friday. Junior Friday. I've never heard that one before. I like it. Well, look, let's talk a little bit ABM as the chief marketer at Rollworks. We've talked a lot about why ABM is not just for the enterprises, but how it's helping growth stage companies. And today I want to talk to you about how it's helping us little guys. I run the MarTech podcast. We do our own ad sales. We've got our target list of every one of the 7,000 MarTech companies, but there's lots of people that want to reach marketers. Help me think about ABM for a company my size. What are some of the things that I need to know? The first thing is if you're doing B2B marketing and if you're smaller, arguably the efficiencies you're going to get and the focus of ABM are in many ways more important for smaller companies. You don't have resources to waste on just sort of advertising to the world at large or reaching out to everyone. You really do need to focus your precious resources, whether that's time or budget. And like we also mentioned, I think when ABM first hit the market, it was very much seen as this extracurricular project to go after really high value accounts at enterprise companies. And we're going to take the seven figure clients to get to box seat ball games. But now as we understand more what you can do digitally and how you can scale ABM, 
it becomes the most efficient way to tackle B2B marketing. And I haven't plugged this yet, but I will say Rollworks has the most accessible series of packages and pricing for companies of all sizes. So part of it simply has been the price point, right? And that a lot of the smaller companies have been kept out of the game because there haven't been price points that are attractive to smaller companies and let you sort of step in if you've got smaller teams and smaller budgets. So we're really proud to do our part in what we feel like is leveling the playing field for smaller companies that are still growing. I get what you're saying about scarce resources for smaller companies. Your dollar has to be stretched farther because you don't have a lot of them. Now, the problem that I have is small companies don't have as much data. So as you know, the first step in figuring out how to use ABM for growth was you and your sales and your marketing team have to align on who you're targeting. When you're an early stage company or you're an SMB, probably don't have a ton of data. So you can't really rely on data to figure out who you should be targeting. Am I thinking about this the wrong way? Is the software so good that I can take our, you know, 24 sponsors over two years and they could spit out which companies I should be targeting? How does it work when you're a small company, you don't have a ton of data to base your targeting list off of? In order for an algorithm to work, you're going to need a sizable training data set. And sizable, we say, you know, if you've closed 200 deals, that can give you some sort of predictability. Before that, though, it might be a more manual exercise of saying, okay, here's where we've seen success and here's the characteristics that we, we might be, you, yourself, and I, it could be a company of 100, 150 people. We're going to sit with sales and we're going to just agree upon what that list looks like. We're going to go after these verticals or these roles at these companies. Presumably, you've got like some level of product uh, market fit. So you start with an assumption and then you iterate maybe a little bit more often than you would if you're a company that's working purely on data. And when I say iterate more often, it doesn't have to be daily, but it might be twice a year instead of once a year. And then the other thing is that's where you might more actively engage technologies that allow you to listen in for readiness signals. So then I would really kind of paying attention to the readiness signals, like the engagement and intent signals that I'm seeing and making sure that those are a very, very big part of your ABM strategy. So I hear that you have to use some intuition in figuring out your targeting list if you don't have that much data and that makes you more reliant on intent and engagement signals. Talk to me a little bit about how intent data plays into ABM. When you're an SMB, it can be very difficult to figure out who's raising their hand. What type of data is out there and how does it integrate into ABM? So, I mean, with our partnerships with Bombora is our intent partner, there are thousands and thousands of listening topics. So you would say, I'm looking for companies that are doing research on these following topics. And when they are, I can presume by that, that there's a degree of readiness and they potentially are in market for a solution of what I have to offer. So the way you treat them, again, whether it's your outbound or whether it's an ad campaign or whether it's sending them a piece of content would be different than if they're not doing anything. Likewise, engagement signals are when you see accounts visiting your website, being able to look at account activity against a baseline and bubble that up to your sales team so they know for example, in your case, Ben, hey, Rollworks has been hitting my site all over the place. I think now I'm going to reach out to Randy and see if she wants to sponsor a podcast. Now feels like a better time than last month when I wasn't seeing anyone at Rollworks on the website. So it would be, again, helping to prioritize. Because I would argue when you're an SMB, budget's an issue, but time is even a more valuable resource. You took the words right out of my mouth. My next question was going to be, 
Great, I get these intense signals. Now my problem is I've got a small team or I might not even have a team depending on how we're defining SMB. Manual outreach as opposed to marketing automations, you know, how do you leverage software to make sure that you're appropriately reaching out to as many people who are raising their hand without just absolutely burying yourself in technology and busy work? Again, it's the prioritization, right? So it's hey, they're raising their hand, but from our best guess, they're on our top tier target account list. So of the 20 outreach sequences my SDRs can do today, these four, you know, these are the 20 that I'm going to go after rather than just throwing a dart at the yellow pages, which is very often what the strategy is for someone else. The other thing that I didn't really talk about is our integration with marketing automation platforms. So we're really proud to have partnerships with Marketo, but also HubSpot, which is a platform that a lot of companies start their journey with and many continue even as they grow into large enterprises. But with our HubSpot bi-directional integration, you can then take account lists that you have in HubSpot and you can feed them bi-directionally into Rollworks and activate against them. So that's a way you can, even as a small company, perform some of these things a little bit more at scale. So I think that that's a great example of building your MarTech stack where you're using Rollworks as your ABM technology, you're defining who your target lists are, and you're feeding that into your CRM, let's call it HubSpot for now. What are some of the other parts of the MarTech stack you think SMBs need to consider buying to make an ABM strategy effective? Well, obviously CRM is key. And then marketing automation, I would say CRM and marketing automation are kind of the bare bones of that target account list and being able to slice and dice it in a variety of ways. But like I said, you've got backbone account-based advertising, which is a core part of the Rollworks offering, but also even things like a gifting platform or email signature, personalized landing pages. So all of these types of partners are options. I think it's hard for me to say this is the first one I would do because I think depending on what you're selling and who your market is and what your customers are like, it would look very different in terms of what would I have as my sort of the first thing on my stack versus the second versus the third. I think that, you know, when I think about ABM, the idea is it's all about understanding who are your highest priority leads and then understanding what their behaviors are so you can personalize your message and make sure you're delivering at the right place at the right time. CRM and marketing automation make a lot of sense. You also mentioned before that there's the ability to be very specific with your advertising. Just because I'm an SMB doesn't mean that I don't need to build awareness before I go into my sales cycle. Talk to me about the ways that ABM is helping SMBs to not advertise to the entire world, but only advertise to the people that are most relevant to their target audience. Yeah, well, I mean, it's super simple. And I think this is one of the things, quite honestly, before I joined Rollworks, uh, didn't realize was out there in the market, which is I can take my target account list and advertise just to my target account list or just to the top tier, top two tiers, or again, segment based on that. So that the ads are only being seen by people at the accounts and that matter the most to me and people within the roles of the accounts that matter the most to me. So it's really unwasted advertising dollars. You know, 
I think very often in the Bay Area, you justify the billboard on 101 because you like say, well, we're going after this sector and they're all commuting on Highway 101 or advertising at Caltrain because people are on the Caltrain. And imagine like you're only getting the people on 101 that are going specifically to the companies that matter the most rather than the billboard on the highway. It's literally like a billboard in front of each of the office buildings that you're going after of the accounts that you're going after. It's that level of precision. Yeah, I think ABM is not putting the billboard on the highway. It's putting a sticky note on somebody's steering wheel. One of my mentors and a boss from many, many years ago, kind of old school sales guy, you know, IBM, GE. But he told a story about in the, I think it was in the 80s, a huge account he was going after and he couldn't get them to pick up the phone. And he finally like flew to their headquarters. He saw there was a billboard right across from their headquarters where the CFO could see it from his office. And he went and bought the billboard and put up an ad. And sure enough, he got the phone answered and closed a multi-multi-million dollar deal within a few months. So to me, that was like, that's ABM advertising. It's just not very scalable. Now we can do it with digital. We can do that at scale. So maybe it's the sticky note on the steering wheel, but maybe it's also the billboard outside the office window. I wouldn't recommend actually putting sticky notes on people's steering wheels. That does seem a little creepy. When you're going into targeting and you're trying to be as specific as you can, there's always the opportunity that you are missing out on somebody that is a potential customer, is potentially high value, but not necessarily somebody on your target list. When we're SMBs, we're still trying to figure out product market fit, trying to get to that point of scale. And we don't necessarily always have a clear picture of who our target market should be. Is there a scenario where ABM is actually excluding customers from a target list? And how do you account for that? How do you figure out who you might be missing out on? You're constantly iterating, right? Now, if it's something pretty far-fetched, for example, we sell an ABM solution and we just didn't realize that HR managers are actually more likely to buy it than anyone else, you know, that it might take me several rounds to figure that out. But if it's something sort of slightly off, again, I think some of the early people in the industry to get headlines talked about, you know, the funnel is dead and leads are dead and they're really not, right? It's just a filter. So if you're a little off in terms of how you're identifying value because you're early on and you have to go through several rounds, then I would say, make sure you're not excluding people that are coming in just because they're not on your top tier target account list. You're following up. You just might not do it as rapidly or offer them a $100 lobster gift card, right? But you should remain more open-minded in terms of the follow-up. And then iterate. It's about iteration saying, hey, I thought it was going to be CMOs that were going to be responding, but actually it's RevOps where we're seeing things. So I'm going to sort of slightly tweak this and and I'm going to be focusing more on a RevOps persona or it's the combination of CMO and RevOps. So it helps sort of guide you in that fine tuning, but you got to start somewhere if you're an SMB. There's SMBs that are out there that are sitting here saying, ABM strategies seem too complex for me. I still think it's an enterprise solution. Convince me. I'm running the MarTech podcast. We have our sales outreach. It's me in an empty chair sitting next to me. Integrating an ABM solution and software into our operation seems time-consuming and complex. Why is it something I should be investing in now? So honestly, if you're a one-person company or a 10-person company, I could argue that anything beyond basic CRM might be overkill. And then I would say, you know what? You're probably doing it in your head. 
if you're really that small of a business, give yourself credit for what you're doing in your head. But if you're a 50 person company and you have a sales team and you have a marketing department, then you're ready for the basics, right? And again, think of bread and butter. You're doing broad awareness campaigns. Why wouldn't I just want to create awareness with the accounts that matter the most, right? Or why wouldn't I want to prioritize follow up with accounts that are showing readiness signals or that are responding to my ad? So you can start pretty small. If it's just you and your imaginary dog, you could probably work off an Excel spreadsheet fairly successfully and you're doing it already in your head. Yeah, I think that's my big takeaway here is that ABM is for everyone. ABM software might not be for everyone. You need to have a minimum threshold where you're doing coordination and you're taking essentially the algorithm the founder has created in their head or the head of sales has created in their head. And now you're documenting that and using software to communicate it to the rest of the organization and help them understand who should be a priority. So as you start to get to the point of growing your business and needing to communicate who are the priority customers, that's really where the software piece comes in. But the ABM strategy piece is a day one project. I absolutely think you're right. And we have plenty of customers where it's a marketing team of one and they're successfully using ABM, but it is a marketing team of one and a sales team. So it's not one person playing sales, marketing, the podcast host and the dog. <laughs> it's maybe, maybe a little bit bigger than that. For the record, we don't even have a dog here, but we do have a you know distributed team around the world that's going to help get the content up and produce. So it's not just me. There's other people that help. <laughs> All right. Uh, Randy, any last words on ABM for SMBs? Are there any trends that you're seeing that us little guys need to think about? Just again, that trend that I would argue you can benefit more from it than the big guys. Don't be scared. And you know what? Don't be afraid to ask questions, right? Just because ABM has been a bit of a buzzword. People sometimes feel like they have to boil the ocean or they're not ready. And I encourage people to ask questions, reach out to us, read some of our case studies from smaller companies. There's a great book I read, actually, it's sitting right here called Stretch. And it talks about how you get more creativity from some of the smaller companies with fewer resources. And so some of the coolest things we're seeing in terms of usage of ABM platforms are coming from smaller companies. So don't be afraid, ask questions and figure out if it's for you. All right, uh, fellow SMBers, your unique little snowflakes, and you're also doing all the creative work. So kudos to you and keep the ABM strategies coming, even if you're not ready for the software. And that wraps up this episode of the MarTech Podcast. Thanks to Randy Barshak, the CMO of Rollworks, for joining us. If you'd like to hear more of Randy and Rollworks tips to running a successful ABM campaign, we're going to publish an episode every day this week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and check back with us tomorrow morning when we discuss integrating ABM across your marketing mix. If you can't wait until our next episode and you'd like to get in touch with Randy, you can find a link to her LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact her on Twitter. Her company's handle is Rollworks, R-O-L-L-W-O-R-K-S, or you can visit her company's website, which is Rollworks.com. Just one more link in our show notes that I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to martechpod.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also subscribe to our once a week newsletter and you can even send us your topic suggestions or your marketing questions, which we'll answer live on our show. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is martechpod on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Or you can contact me directly. My handle is benjshap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of marketing and technology knowledge in your podcast feed, 
We're going to publish an episode every day this year. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app, and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, my advice is to just focus on keeping your customers happy. Thanks for listening to the MarTech Podcast, and I hear everything production. Looking to launch or scale a podcast like this one for your brand? Then visit IHearEverything.com.